Hello, and welcome to the conversation at airsafe.com, sponsored by Speed Break Publishing. I'm your host, Dr. Todd Curtis, the creator of airsafe.com, a reliable source of airline safety and security information since 1996. In this conversation, I'd like to talk about a recent aircraft mishap involving Senator Barack Obama. On the 12th of January 2008, United States Senator and presidential candidate Barack Obama was a passenger on a Gulfstream II aircraft that collided with another aircraft on the ground at Midway Airport in Chicago. Senator Obama, members of his campaign staff, and Secret Service agents had just flown in from Nevada where he'd been campaigning. The left wing tip of the Gulfstream hit the right wing tip of a parked and unoccupied Cessna 208 aircraft. The impact was so minor that no one on the plane noticed any damage until later. While the incident caused no injuries and only minor aircraft damage, it does bring up a potential public policy issue. Specifically, the issue of what should be considered an acceptable air transportation risk for presidential candidates. A comparison can be made with the policy on Secret Service protection for presidential candidates. Prior to the assassination of the presidential candidate, Senator Robert F. Kennedy, in 1968, there were no clear standards or legal requirements for physical security of presidential candidates. Security decisions were largely left up to local law enforcement and to the candidates' campaign staffs. After the assassination, the U.S. Congress authorized protection of major presidential and vice presidential candidates and nominees. The nature of the U.S. presidential electoral process demands that candidates have to travel a great deal during the months leading up to the election. The candidates typically use a variety of air travel options, from scheduled commercial airliners to privately chartered aircraft. While there are risks with any type of air travel, the risks are higher for some types of flights. Senator Obama's aircraft was operating as a non-scheduled air carrier flight under Part 135 of the Federal Aviation Regulations which are less strict than the Part 121 regulations for larger air carrier aircraft, and more strict than the Part 91 regulations for general aviation. Historically, the accident risk has been highest for Part 91 flight operations, significantly lower for Part 135 operations, and lower still for Part 121 operations. For example, in 2006, the NTSB estimated that the accident rate for general aviation flights was about four times greater than the Part 135 accident rate, and about 50 times greater than the rate for Part 121 air carrier flights. The potential policy issue is whether exposure to air travel risks faced by presidential candidates should be limited by requiring that flights taken by candidates meet some minimum standard. A realistic limitation could take many forms, such as use of only approved aircraft operators or airlines, or perhaps requiring that candidates use government or military air transportation. The reasons for even considering such a policy are the potentially negative political and social impacts of having a candidate seriously injured or killed during a campaign, especially from manageable risks such as those associated with air travel. Fortunately, Senator Obama was not injured in his aircraft mishap. However, given the risks that he and the other candidates will continue to face, it seems reasonable to consider some kind of risk reduction policy now, and by doing so perhaps preventing a catastrophic disruption to the political process. I'll be back for some final comments after this message. If you have a serious interest in the study of aviation safety, one of the key skills you have to have is the ability to analyze data. My book, Understanding Aviation Safety Data, might be the perfect tool for that job. Based on my experiences from analyzing thousands of incidents and accidents, this book has detailed step-by-step -step procedures for asking and answering the 12 basic kinds of aviation safety questions you're likely to encounter. To find out more about the book, 
Visit Speedbreak Publishing at orders.speedbreak.com. For more on the event involving Senator Obama, please visit obama.airsafe.org. For information on fatal events and other aircraft accidents involving U.S. political figures and other celebrities, please visit celebrity.airsafe.org. Before we end this conversation, I'd like to remind all my listeners that this podcast is produced by the Airsafe.com Foundation, a nonprofit organization that supports a number of efforts to further the public's understanding of aviation safety and aviation security. For information about the Foundation, or to make a tax-deductible donation, please visit airsafe.org. Feel free to send us feedback at feedback.airsafe.org. You can check out the other Airsafe.com podcast at podcast.airsafe.org. For more information about airline safety, you can find us at airsafe.com. That's A-I-R-S-A-F-E.com. Or type the words airline safety into your favorite search engine. We're probably on the first page of results. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.